Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Water Lad podcast. And due to popular demand, I had plenty of messages last night around will there be an international preview? So um, I've decided to get the crew back together. And of course, the man we do need to start with, who confidently tipped out the Maldives to beat Irish 2 0. He has got off to a flying start. He does see rugby in the future. He's proving this. It is Tom Marshall. Welcome, Toey. Cheers, mate. No, good to be back in the studio. Um, yeah, good start for the predictions, I suppose. Um, I must say, I did cop a little bit of yeah. uh, flack throughout the week, which uh, made that win last night even sweeter. <laughs> One Kieran Fonatier in particular, I understand, was having a real crack at you. Yeah, no, he um, he was a bit out of line there, to be fair. He, he thought <laughs> Ireland would win by 20 or 30 points. Oh, so, oh. Um, no, that was it was a nice result last night. Yeah, what a, what a start for your tips. And, of course, we can't do a preview podcast without the great Surly from Surly Talk Sport who does see rugby events sort of happen. Um, some of them come to fruition, some of them don't, but he does see these events. He constantly shares them. So great to have you back on, Surly. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm like the Elon Musk of rugby. Not every idea knocks it out the park, but you get the odd <laughs> one and shit when she lands, the public go wild, mate. Do they? What? And I must make a special thanks to Swish for bringing this episode to you. Remember, you can get $15 off any Swish for just being a lad listening to this if you use the code What a Lad. Um, Surly's on there, I'm on there, we need to get Tojo on there so he can share some of his rugby predictions, but um, there's also plenty of All Blacks on there too, who probably you will be more keen to get one from, the likes of Sam Kane, Ben Smith, all these all these legendary All Blacks are on there, so go get amongst that, and also Pure Sports CBD, they have kindly donated some um, supplements to us, so I'm going to try um, this Nootropic, this Nootropic here, it's a boost, it's got lion's mane, it's got plenty of good stuff in it. I'm going to try this um, for the podcast just to see what sort of effect it has on me. Tom's got a clarity, so if you if you feel like he's getting a little bit more clear with things, and certainly I understand you've got the CBD oil with clarity, the, the combination. Yeah, look, usually, you know, I take this one a bit later on in the day, but I'll do anything. Happy to be a test dummy, so off we go. Oh, look at that couple of drops under the tongue. Jeez, that was a big scoop too. Like that, you're going to be right on for this one. This is this is good stuff. And if you do want to try any of these um, products, head over to puresport.com and you can use the code WATERLAD20 and you can get 20% off any of these products. They're all good stuff. As you'll notice throughout this podcast, there'll be some real clear boosted chat going on. But we've got to start with the rugby stuff, starting with the Maldives Island game last night. Obviously, no surprises to Tom. He predicted this. What were your thoughts on the game, Surly? Yeah, I thought the scene was really set from the hucker and the anthems, to be fair. You could tell a lot of blokes were emotional about this game. Even the Irish boys, few of them shedding tears in the anthem. And then that hucker from the All Blacks and the tribute from Bundy Arkey and that for Sean Wainui, that was pretty moving stuff. I think someone was cutting onions here for sure. I had the old tear in the eye, so I can't imagine how the players were feeling. And I thought that that just set it up for a heck of a game. I thought the Māori All Blacks, that first 40 minutes, despite the conditions, they really let the ball fly and played some of that vintage footy that they're known for. And their skill set execution was just unreal. That back three of theirs really punished the Irish every time they kicked the ball away. 
And then Ireland's discipline just really let them down. And then in the second 40, I thought they came back well, but just too little too late. And the Māori All Blacks held on for a pretty dominant win. Mm, geez, that's a good summary from you, Surly. Anything to add on that, Tom? No, that, that was um, that was bang on there, Surly. Hey, uh, so the clarity's gone up. straight hey, It's the clarity <laughs> straight away. I can feel it. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but no, I thought it was an awesome performance from the Māoris. Um Really, really nice touches there with Sean Wainui and uh, as Surly said, you know, it was it was an emotional start and it's awesome to see them put together a big performance um, when it really clearly meant something to all of them. So, no, it was awesome. Mm, and anyone stand out for you? Um, Surly's mentioned the back three, but... Mm, yeah, no, the back back three were awesome. Um, Zahn Sullivan in particular, mm. um, he was really a, a key cog to the, the, the way the Māoris played Last night, you know, he, he won a lot of their field position for them and uh, made some really good decisions at the back. Mm. Um, One thing about him is you mentioned him at the start of the year as an all-black bolter, so this is the sort of vein of form you get and you put a put a prediction out there and it does sort of come to fruition a little bit later, but I would say that if he was playing fullback for the Blues all season, he would be in this all-black squad after that performance. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the way the season went for him, he was a little bit unlucky having Bodie and... Stephen Petafeta yeah. playing so well, you know, it was hard to find room for him. But um, no, nah, he, he showed last night what he's capable of, and you know, to have a big left foot um, in the outside channels is just mm. such a key um, key weapon. Mm. And Ireland obviously have one of those as well. Any of the Fords stand out for you, Surly? Yeah, I thought obviously that loose trio was great. Cullen Grace, we spoke about him the other week, unlucky to miss out, and he was outstanding again. Billy Harmon, he's really impressed me this year whenever he's played for the Landers as well. He was good. And then Cam Sorfoa, who's someone that probably didn't get as many minutes for the Blues as as the other two, but I thought he had a really strong game, and there was a couple carries there where he got some nice offloads off and stuff. I think people were surprised to see him in the squad, but he certainly justified his selection. Yeah. Yeah, when you look through that squad and uh, sort of reflect on that game, everyone had a really good game. Eh? A lot of them played some of the best games I'd ever seen them play and um, all together, and they put out that pretty magical performance. But where do you see Cullen Grace in sort of the all-black frame? Yeah, no, he can't be he can't be too far away there. Um, for me, I think he's probably the long-term option at number eight for the all-blacks. Um, you know, he's just got such a big engine. He gets through a power of work, and he's, he's hard as nails. You know, he carries really hard. He's got a big frame, um, probably handy at line-out time as well. So he's certainly done himself. No no, no harm with that performance. No, for sure. And what do you make of the Irish um, side, Surly? Yeah, I just thought in the their first half, they, their discipline just killed them, eh? They really just gave away possession and territory so often, and the Māori side made them pay. I thought Bundy Aki was great. And I was really impressed with their number eight as well, Gavin Coombs. He looks a big body, loves to carry, and he went hard for the whole game. I was a little surprised to see Bundy play the full 80 because I thought he might have been in the mix to kind of back up off the bench, but clearly not. But yeah, he's a, he's a strong ball runner, and he obviously enjoyed being back in the Tron. Yeah, you mentioned big bodies. Geez, Bundy is now officially a big body. He was looking massive out there. So um, I thought that was going to be the reason why he thought you were surprised he went 80. But um, you're right, he, he could have been quite handy to bring off the bench. What do you make of Bundy? I know you and Bundy had a lot of banter throughout your career. Yeah, no, I've played a bit of rugby with and against Bundy and always uh, enjoyed the occasion. But um, no, it's awesome to see him captaining an Irish side mm. and 
just shows you know how well he's done. But yeah, he's bloody looking massive. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't want him running in, in down my channel these days. No, he scored a great try too as well. So, but anyway, we will get to the big one with a big game of the week. All Black team has been named. Um, interesting week for the All Blacks, I guess. A lot of coaches have gone down, players have gone down with COVID. The team is a little bit being picked by default, but um, what do you make of the sides, Surly? Yeah, I think, don't know if it's COVID or the Crusaders boys just with really bad hangovers after the old Mad Monday, <laughs> eh? I remember when COVID first came out a few times, I took the old test thinking I had it and I was just still dusty on the Wednesday, so perhaps <laughs> that's come into play. But yeah, look, I think the biggest surprise for me, probably Scott Barrett at six. I thought they might have gone with Dalton there or even Akira, but I see he's not in the mix at all. And then I thought Enor getting that utility role as well. I thought they might have rolled the dice on a Rodge or someone like that, but I guess they've gone with the tried and tested, and we all know how good he is. Um, but yeah, I think Barrett was probably the biggest one for me. Great to see the two new boys in the mix as well. Yeah, I think when we look back at that predicted squad we had, um, if you took out the guys who uh, weren't selected due to COVID, we pretty much got it right, except that six. I think me and you both went, or you two both went Akira and I went Dalton. But um, Scott Barrett, oh, definitely no complaints there from me. Obviously, great line-out option. He's been playing some really good footy. You had him at starting lock, I think, from memory. But any um, surprises for you? No, not really. I, I think the Scott Barrett selection actually makes a lot of sense when you look at it. Um, you know, three quality um, second rowers, and it's good to get them all on the paddock. And I think Scott's played a little bit at, for the Crusaders at six, so um, he'll certainly be uh, more than capable. Um, in terms of the outside backs, yeah, I guess um, the selection of Geordie Barrett would have been interesting to see where Will Jordan would have slotted in if if, if he was available. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, there's no real real surprises there for me, I don't think. Yeah, and Scott Barrett can't forget that he was our starting six in the Rugby World Cup semi-final. So um, he did play a lot of, he's played a lot of rugby there. He started ahead of Sam Kane that day, um, but gets another opportunity to push his case for an all-black six spot because obviously there's going to be a bit of competition in that locking spot. Obviously White Lock and Retallick, um, two world-class locks. So definitely going to be interesting. Awesome to see Leicester Whanganuku get his start. Great Tasman lad out of Nelson College. Um, well deserved. We've spoken about him so highly throughout the whole Super Rugby preview shows. Ace hey, Early, what what do you make of this one? Yeah, well, arguably the form winger of the competition, isn't he? So it's great to see him be rewarded for that. I just think like that power game that he brings to us, he can bend the line so easily. And in the past, I feel like the teams like the Irish and the English have really been able to bring big line speed on us and really hurt us on attack. So chucking someone like Leicester in there who can just carry, get past gain line every time, that can really nullify that. So it's a great selection and, and I'm excited to see him out there in his first test in front of a sold out Eden Park. It's a pretty cool atmosphere. So no doubt a proud moment for him and, and a big shift as on the way and I know you're a massive Peter Gasso Akula fan too so um, we obviously spoke highly of him throughout the year as well um, you thought he was a bit older than he was but he's he's getting his debut it's still just a tender young age so um, what are you looking forward to about his debut 
Yeah, look, obviously just a young man getting his first cap, so now excited for that. And I just think that flair that he can bring off the bench, you know, he has a bit of that unpredictability about him, an amazing skill set, loves a carry, great offload and everything like that. So I think he'll just be something a bit different compared to what the Irish have seen. And in that last 20 minutes, he can really stand up and make an impact. He's hard to stop close to the line as well, so could be someone late for a cheeky little meat pie there. Oh, is that a dream? Oh, it, it probably will be tonight now that I've spoken about it. If I have some more CBD tonight, anything could happen. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, you're right on. And what about the Irish squad, Tom? What do you make of their lineup? Who's the key man to look out for for them? Yeah, it's nice to see um, James Lowe coming back home and cementing a starting spot on the left wing there. Um, you know, he's a player with immense talent. You know, I've played with him and against him. For, for a long time and um, you know what he offers is is a load of energy and a very high skill set you know he's he's going to be wanting to get his hands on the ball mm. um, and you know he plays with his heart on his sleeve you know if you, you play against him you hate him you play with him you love him mm. so I'm looking forward to seeing him um, getting stuck in amongst it and I know he's a nightmare for any fullback with the positioning because eh? his big left foot is so hard to cover the backfield with when you've got a good right foot kicking option with Sexton and Jamison Gibson Park and then and you've got James Lowe's massive left boot trying to cover that backfield makes it tough, eh? Yeah, definitely. I think um, that's probably an area where the, the Mouldy All Blacks certainly um, took advantage of that Irish side last night. So um, definitely be a big part for Ireland moving forward if they can, you know, get a couple of passes out to the width and then kick long. Then you know it should open up a, a little bit more space for them. Yeah, and our, uh, to be fair, the all black back three or back lines not noted kickers either. Have you? We've got Quinn and Rico and Sevo and Lester. Lester's got a left foot, but probably not quite the same quality as James Lowe's. You got Geordie's obviously got the massive boot and Bodie as well. So um, it's going to be an interesting kicking game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Bodie and, and Geordie with the with the big cannon. Um, yeah, I think that it goes a long way to, to winning the game if you can win the kicking battle. So, yeah, it'll certainly be interesting. Yeah, especially on a dewy night at uh, Eden Park, no doubt. What about you, Surly? Who, who are you looking forward to seeing out there? Yeah, I'm on, looking forward to seeing that combo of, of Gibson Park and Sexton there. I feel like they've really developed over the past few years. Obviously, Gibson Park, he's got his opportunity now and he's cemented himself as the number one nine, so that's great for him. And then Sexton, just so much of their hopes rely on him. Um, I think there's a massive drop-off between him and their next best ten as well. So, yeah, he's a world-class footballer and his little battle with Bodie, they've played each other plenty of times, so that'll be exciting to watch as well. Yeah, that is going to be a great battle. And you mentioned Jamison Gibson Park. What he's done has been incredible. He was always a very talented player. Can't believe no New Zealand Super Rugby team wanted him when he was at the Blues. Canes pick him up on a wider contract. Um, he wins the comp with them and then heads over to Ireland where he now is arguably one of the best nines in world rugby. Um, I know how highly they, they rate him over there in Ireland. Um, he's right up there with DuPont and Aaron Smith there for me. So... Um, really looking forward to seeing him go out there. He's a world-class player, gets stuck in, gets to the ball so quick and gets it away really quickly as well. And um, Anyone else in that Irish back line? you got a few. Yeah, few I, I think um, Gary Ringrose at 13, you know, he's one of the world-class up-and-coming players. He's been around a wee while now, but he's still only really young. Um, you know, look out for his electric pace and, and footwork. Um, you know, he'll definitely be a handful for that all-black midfield. Yeah, look for a big game from Ringrose. But... Uh, let's get to our predictions. Tom, you still 
backing the Irish to get up here. I know at the start, the early prediction on the tour was Maldives win two, All Blacks win two one, and this game here was the one the Irish win. And what sort of happened is that COVID's hit, everything's sort of fallen into place for this to happen. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to stick with it. I thought Ireland were absolutely awful last night. Mm. Um, almost looked like they fielded their stunt doubles. Um, <laughs> so I think, you know, they'll they'll be a little bit embarrassed about that performance and, you know, it sets them up really well. It's it's For me, it's a, it's a now or never. If they don't win this game, then I don't think they'll win a game in, on tour. So I'm going to back them. Yeah, fair enough. What about you, Surly? Shit, that's throwing some doubt into my mind, but I'm trying to forecast the dreams I've got coming in the next couple of days. I'm trying to play some front foot footy here, but I'll, I'll have to back New Zealand, you know, proud patriotic Kiwi, so I couldn't just go the other way. It would hurt me too much and I'd cop too much flack, so I'll, I'll have to back them in at home, Eden Park. They don't lose there. Mm. And are you picking a big score, 13 plus, 1 to 12? Where would you be going? Well, probably in the 1-12, to 12, I think this is a quality Irish side and, and like Tom mentioned, they'll, they'll be right up for it after a disappointing shift against the Māori. So, yeah, I'll be going in that 1-12 to 12 margin, but maybe maybe 10 points if I had to be precise. Yeah. Mate, I like that. I'm, I'm with you there. I think the All Blacks will win. I think they'll just do enough, but I do think it's going to be an extremely close game, maybe even a little bit closer than that 10 points. But, yeah. I'm with Tom. If Ireland don't win this, I don't see them winning another game. I think this is probably their best chance. Yeah, it's going to be going to be a tough tour if they can't get up for this one. But um, if they do get up, it's going to make it for a very interesting tour for sure. Where do you see the uh, Maldives Irish second test going? Same. Can anyone see the Irish turning that result around? Uh, look, honestly, I like I said, I thought they were really poor mm. um, last night. But you know, they'll they'll definitely get better. They have to. Um, I think they'll be. Like I said, I think they'll be pretty embarrassed with their result. Um, but, you know, they, they change a few little things, like their discipline for one, and they'll be right back into it. So I, I think the Maldives will, will win again, but it'll definitely be a lot closer. What about you, Surly? So- yeah, I think the Maldives will win again. I think the Irish had a couple bad injuries there towards the back end as well. So interesting if they bring a few more players over. I think they might have underestimated the toll that this tour could have on them. But yeah, I think the Maldives will be too good again. But a bit closer than last night. Yeah, and speaking of players getting called in, it's great to see Mark Talia, another man we spoke about very highly throughout the season. Um, he obviously came on the podcast hoping to... Um, sort of boost his career a little bit more and geez that happened pretty quick straight in there to the All Blacks. Yeah what a beast I'm just happy to see him out of club rugby in the North Harbour comp as well because I was starting <laughs> to have some not dreams nightmares about old Talia coming down my channel but yeah what a reward for him and just another example if you're looking to push to higher honours what a lad is the place to be. Mate and I understand you were the only one to tackle Denny Solomona in the weekend up there. Boy, he came in early on me and it was one of those ones where I just put myself in a horrible position and he actually stepped into me, luckily. I thought I was gone for all money. Managed to cling on, grab a leg, some decent sized tree trunks there too, but held on for dear life and then luckily got a bit of support from a few blokes. I always prefer to send people back into traffic, to be fair. I'm not really a Brian Lima type of operator, but yeah, managed to hold on for dear life. But man, he, he caused absolute mayhem, scored a couple, set up a couple, and he's not shy of chipping you too. I was having a few nudges at the sticks and he was giving me all sorts of advice, <laughs> some of which actually helped. He was telling me what direction the wind was going and whatnot and 
to be fair, he was true to his word, trusted in him, and and she bent around beautifully. So cheers for that as well, Denny, mate. <laughs> oh, I love that. Geez, that would have been a good watch. That should have been on Sky for sure. But I do want to get your predictions for the lad of the week for the All Blacks Ireland game. Who are we picking to have the man of the match performance? Uh, I'll, I'll go with Bodie. I think there's plenty of chat around the whole Bodie Ritchie thing, and, and what a one-two punch. But I think you know this is his new home ground. Um, probably not the backline that he thought he'd have outside of him, but this is like the perfect stage for him to just make a real statement and show everyone that he is. Probably the best 10 in the world, so I'll, I'll go with Bodie. Mm, he's just come off lad of the year. Imagine winning the first lad of the week in the international stage. What about you, Tom? You'd be Irish boy. Oh, yeah, I'll have to, have to have a look at that Irish team. Um, yeah, I'm going to go James Lowe. Mm. I think if the Irish win, he's going to be a, a big influence in the game, so... Um, yeah, he's got my vote. Fair enough. I'm going to go for Leicester Whanganuku. I think on debut, I think he's going to score a try. And he's one of those guys who loves um, loves the occasion. The Irish won't know too much about him, I wouldn't imagine. And I think they'll be quite surprised with how hard this man is to tackle. He is the leg drive of doom. And I think he'll be very hungry for work. So I'm expecting him to pick up enough votes to become lad of the week. But we will quickly just go through the rest of the games because there is a heap of rugby um, this weekend, heap of international games. So who better to call on than the man who can see rugby results in the future? We've got him in the studio. We've also got Surly, who also has a great ability to see rugby results as well. So first game is Romania versus Italy. What are we picking and what margin? Surly. Oh, I'll go with Italy here, but I think it's going to be tight. That. That, that would be a real grudge match, that one. So I'll back the Italians, but closely. Tom? Yep, no, I agree. I'll go Italy um, 1-12. to 12. Okay, I'm going to go Italy 13+. plus. I think they'll be too good in that one. Um, next one is Australia A versus Samoa. Now, this is going to be a good one. Hodgie will be playing up against Andrew Goodman, Samoa. Oh, this is going to be a good hit out. Surly. Yeah, I'll go Australia A, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it go the other way if the Samoans are right up for it. But Yeah, I'd like to see the lineups, but um, I'd go Samoa. Yeah, lineups would be handy. I'm going to go Samoa as well. It's going to be an interesting game, but yeah, I'll, I'll back you there with Samoa. Fiji versus Tonga, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, obviously, a lot of big guns have come back for both of these sides. We've got the likes of Piertau and Falau for Tonga and... A couple of Fijian superstars as well, like Habosi and Tua Solva, um, a few few key guys for them. So what are you picking in this one, Surly? I'll, I'll back Tonga in if, if all those boys do play, but I think what the game's in Suva, so the atmosphere could be unreal. So it will be an exciting watch, but yeah, I'll, I'll back Tonga close. Mm, Tom? I'm going to go Fiji. I think they're a, they're a team on the up and... Yeah, I think they'll be too good for Tonga. Yeah, I think Fiji will win. But it's going to be extremely close, I reckon, with, uh, like you say, all these uh, Tongan legends up out there as well. It's going to be an awesome afternoon for footy, parked up on the couch for that, hopefully. Um, next game, Japan versus France. Line these two up. Oh, you've got to go with the French, don't you? I think they're probably oh. the, the toughest side to beat in the world at the moment. So, yep, I'll, I'll be backing them in. Yeah, France by plenty. Yeah, agree. Now, this is probably the second best game of the round, or some would even say the biggest game of the round, Australia versus England. This is going to be a big one. 
What are you picking here, Surly? I'll back the Aussies at on home soil, but yeah, I don't think there'll be much in it at all. And I'm looking forward to that first five battle between Quaid and Smith. That should be a beauty. Is Quaid starting? I believe so. They asked him about Smith and, and what he thinks of him and stuff. That's been all the kind of the hype at the press yeah. conferences. So I think he might get the gig, eh? True. Big cool. Yeah. Um, no, I'll go. I'll go Australia. England have been struggling with form. You know, they got to travel away from home as well. So, um, yeah, I think Aussies will just get up. Yeah, I'm surprised you've all gone Aussie there, but I'm also with you. I think the Aussies will win. I've been impressed um, with a lot of their players throughout the Super Rugby season, and their squad looks really good on paper. So, I think they'll, like you say, just be good enough to beat England. But that's going to be a really good series. I'm expecting that to um, be sort of a two-one series. Um, to Australia. But the next game, South Africa versus Wales. We all on South Africa in this one? Yeah, South Africa in Pretoria. Pretty hard to pass up. Yeah, I reckon they could put the 30 on them. Oh, yeah, there we go. There's the rugby. Pretty nice looking lineup. Okay, like that. Okay, next one, Canada versus Belgium. Now, I know a couple of their, um, was it the Belgium nine who's really impressed you early this season? Yeah, um, Tom Secure, he's 79 kilos, only five foot nine, so he's a great halfback build, and he'll be ready to rip in. Some of them say he's got the fastest nut in the world, unconfirmed. Hopefully they time it, but yeah, his delivery should be outstanding to a Scotsman in the 10 jersey, Ryan Goodsmark, 30 years old as well, so he's living out his dream. He's done the old international transfer. Look out for those two. Who are you picking? Is that going to be enough to get Belgium across the line? Yeah, I just think that 9-10 duo should get them home just. Jeez, that's big. I'm going to go Canada there. What about you? Yeah, no, I'll stick with you there. I think the Maple Leafs will have too much too much firepower up front. Yeah, although I'll be watching that nine very closely. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to seeing a surly special there. And last game of the round, Argentina versus Scotland. This will be a good one, actually. Argentina, have, I don't feel like they've played for ages, but what are you picking there, surly? Yeah, I actually like the Scottish team of what I've seen from them more recently. So, yeah, it will be tough over in Argentina, though, so I'll back them, but just. Yeah, I agree. I think um, if it had been the other way around, Scotland at home, I'd definitely go the Scottish side, but home ground advantage, uh, Argentina, tough to beat. Yeah, I'm going to go with Scotland here. We bolter. Um, I imagine Pablo will be a big influence for Argentina if he's playing, but I think Scotland will might just be able to grind them grind them down. I, does anyone know when Argentina played last? Obviously the Hagiwaris haven't played. Well, it must have been last year. Nah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, they do a haka, though. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if Pablo leads a haka. Starts one up, yeah. Now, that'll be an interesting game as well. So there you go. Um, listeners, there's the predictions. If you want to follow someone who's always on the money, Follow through Tom's tips there. They will probably all win. But appreciate it, boys, as always, coming on, giving you insight. Um, get up the get up the All Blacks and enjoy the good round of footy. Yeah, should be a beauty. Can't wait. And up the Warriors on the Sunday. Oh, how good. Sold out. I can't believe they've sold out uh, Mount Smart after their season. They've done it. Yeah. That is some fan. Yeah, I only had to buy 20,000 tickets to make it happen, but I've done it, and I can't wait. Just me and the wife in the stand. What a date night. We're going to have the boys all to ourselves, and it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, it is, it is going to be good. There should be an atmosphere there, though. Eh? 
Oh, yeah, I can't wait, man. Like, I was there the other day at Mount Smart when the boys got there for the first time, uh, lucky enough to be invited along, and, man, it was absolute scenes, eh? The emotion on some of their faces, they were fizzed to be home, so expecting a big performance. Can't wait. Mate, you're doing good things for the Warriors. Trying to. (laughs) All right, cheers, lads. Bloody good. Cheers, mate. What a lad, what a lad, what a lad.